On this episode of Diggity, a video game podcast, we have a touch more Red Dead Redemption 2 online info, PlayStation copies Nintendo, and is the new Destiny raid too damn hard? Let's jump into it. What is up, guys? Welcome to episode seven of Diggity, a video game podcast. I'm your host, Jeff James. As always with me is the luscious Brody. What is going on, man? Not too much, man. Just pumped on this Thursday evening recording for the Friday show. Got some good news. Got some cool stuff to talk about. Uh, before we get into it, I uh, got to make the obligatory social handle plug. So if you want to follow and, and keep up to date on news with us, you can follow us at Diggity Podcast on Instagram. Uh, you can also follow us individually on Twitter. My Twitter is at Jeff J. Zuck, J-E-F-F-J-Z-U-K. Brody, what is your sweet, sweet Twitter handle? It is Brody Foltz, B-R-O-D-Y-F-U-L-T-Z. He's a simple man. Thank God. I you am. can subscribe to us on uh, iTunes, <laughs> on Google Podcasts, or wherever you listen. Uh, spread the word about us as well. Always helps the show out and keeps the community growing. And before we jump into it, uh, today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. You can get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com forward slash diggity. That's D-I-G-G-I-T-Y. There's over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. So head on over to audibletrial.com slash diggity, D-I-G-G-I-T-Y, for your free 30-day trial. And I have fulfilled all my obligations, which means we can get right into the news. But on this stuff, too, with Amazon stuff, because Audible is part of the Amazon like ecosystem, did you see what they announced today? I did not. They announced a fucking microwave, bro. A, a microwave? Yeah. They announced a what? microwave. Why? What, what's special about it? It's got Alexa in it. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> All right. It's, so it's nothing special of a microwave. I mean, you go look it up right now. I mean, it, 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 it couldn't be a more plain... Microwave, honestly. Have have you seen all the memes where they talk about playing Skyrim on your uh, microwave and being able to play it on like your microwave and your refrigerator and all that? Yeah. Yeah. Now that's actually something that could happen because uh, isn't it Alexa or is it Google Home that you can actually play Skyrim on? Is it what? Yeah, you can play a a, a spoken version of Skyrim. And uh, it, it's either on Google Home or Alexa. I can't remember which one. But um, that that really brings that meme to life. That's that's really something there. Wow. You haven't heard of that? You didn't know there was a... No, uh, I had no idea. Yeah. yeah I, I haven't tried it. or I, I don't know exactly what it all entails. But apparently there's a, uh, a an assistant version of Skyrim. Wow. So... This this microwave, <laughs> what a time to be alive. This microwave is $60. Okay, pretty cheap. Pretty cheap microwave. Yeah, that's not bad. Very basic looking microwave. I mean, like if you asked a child, draw me a microwave, this is what they that's would draw. what it would look like. Yeah. Um, it says, now it's easier to defrost peas, make popcorn, cook potatoes, and reheat rice. Quick Cook Voice presents in a simplified keypad let you just ask Alexa to start microwaving. Like, uh, Alexa. I didn't. I didn't know it was hard before. I know, right? Uh, Alexa, reheat my one cup of coffee. Uh, Alexa, microwave popcorn. 
Alexa, please turn the microwave microwave on while my child's inside of it. Like <laughs> I don't. It's it's insane. Um, I mean, hey, you know, Amazon obviously wants to rule the world, but uh, um, huh. I don't. I don't I feel like see that's... the need in this. Uh, I mean, call me crazy. Yeah, but... and and to put something into the microwave, you have to be standing by the mi- microwave anyway. So no, you, you have to be, no, you don't... have to stand. You have to touch the friggin' microwave. Yeah, right? you you still have to touch it. I I don't understand make what you gain with, from can't this. Make popcorn with your friggin' mind. The bag of popcorn yeah. does not just find its way into there. I don't get you huh. plug in the microwave, you connect the internet to the Alexa app, and you ask your Echo, Echo device to start microwaving. So you know what's going to happen. People are going to go into people's fucking houses and just start turning the microwave on. Oh, absolutely. Power's I'm all for power consumption going to go up the roof. That's uh, and, and somebody had to pitch that. So they went into a meeting and somebody's like, no, nah, I, I want to make a point, microwave. I think at this point, nothing gets turned down in an Amazon pitch. Yeah, Amazon's all for it. I like. I'm surprised they're not making toilet paper at this point. (laughs) That like, you know, I yeah. Would they somehow get uh, Alexa into like the actual cardboard roll of it? Alexa, 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 hard wipe. Sing me a song while I take a giant dump. Alexa, soft wipe. (laughs) (laughs) On to video game stuff. Um, Let's talk about Red Dead Online, man. Like that's uh, comes out November 2018. Uh, initially, as a beta, we don't really have a full release date for that yet. Um, free to anybody with a, a copy of the base game. Um, it'll have competitive and cooperative aspects. Um, Grand Theft Auto will continue, obviously. Um, and uh, in the press release, uh, Rockstar also issues that you know they still have big plans for Grand Theft Auto Online, uh, and we will continue to roll out updates for the foreseeable future because. Obviously, you're going to make some a ton of money. So, yeah. Um, you know, this is cool. I, I They've perfected GTA Online, in my mind. Right. So, oh, absolutely. I mean, it's a little bit different here. We're, we're not, you know, there's no vehicles and stuff like that, but there's horses, and horses are vehicles. Lots and lots of horses. To me. So, they just happen to be live creatures with legs. So, right. you know, whatever. Um, and if you can do cooperative stuff where, like, you know, you're all, you know, you're dragging each other around. Uh, behind the horse, that's uh, that's pretty sweet. That's gonna be Craig's life. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna tie Craig up and drag him, hit him off yeah. of stuff like rocks. <laughs> oh, no, I think uh, they are keeping incredibly tight-lipped on a lot of this. Basically, yeah. they're saying they're gonna carry over a lot of very similar game modes um, for. Uh, Red Dead Online from GTA Online. Um, so you, obviously they're gonna have to su- put certain twists on some of them to make them uh, correct for the era. But um, yeah, for the most part, it it we don't know a whole lot about it. They did say that they want to give a little bit of a buffer window in there from the time of release to the time of online release. Uh, that just so everybody can play through at least a good chunk of the story and kind of learn the mechanics and everything like that because the the difference between the single player and the online mechanics are pretty much going to be the same. So no, and that's exactly the thing. Like I mean, it's not it's not broken. Um, right, and they, that was the other thing they cited is that GTA Online launched and. Just it was just a complete and utter mess, mm-hmm. um, and they want to avoid that this time, which 
I think is very smart. Um, yeah. So uh, I I think I think the quality of this is going to be just significantly better than GTA in the first you know uh, six months of it, uh, just because they already know they learned a lot from GTA, and I think this go around they've they're it's going to be in the same polished state that GTA Online is now. I think uh, I think they got this one pretty much in the bag, honestly. So. It should be pretty good. I'm, I'm super, excited. I'm super stoked for it. I'll be signing it's up for that beta. So much fun. We'll totally be playing that beta, and we'll discuss it on this podcast. Absolutely. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah, no, I'm super, super stoked um, for this. And, uh, yeah, I, it's going to be huge. This game's going to be huge, man. It Yeah, the, the single player is supposed to be, like, the biggest single player game they've made so far. Mm-hmm. And then on top of that, you have the online aspect and everything. And GTA Five was no small game either. I mean, no. that took quite some time to get through the single player. So I, I think I think this is going to consume a good chunk of the rest of our year at right. least and probably a good chunk of next year. What makes but, me excited about this too is that they like will be able to see... Obviously, it's a different art style and different gameplay and stuff like that because of the era that it it it's it sits in. Right, we'll be able to really start to see kind of like get an idea of like, man, what will Grand Theft Auto Six be like? You know, yeah. like how crazy is that going to be? Because I mean, they were limited because they launched on a on three sixty, right? Right, and PlayStation Three. So, and even then, I mean, the the game was still it was gorgeous. It's gorgeous. It's huge. Massive. And, yeah. Um. I I yeah. didn't interested to see what they can do especially with like the xbox one enhanced or the uh, xbox one xbox one x enhanced <laughs> version good god i can't talk uh or even you know just the the playstation pro and things like that i i think i think the next gta game is just going to be incredible yeah and i wonder if they're going to kind of keep it similar to how they did gta uh, five, where it's basically going to come out at the end of this console's lifespan, oh, for sure. and then and Absolutely. then release on the next console as well. Absolutely. Then you get people that double dip, and I, I mean, it's well, a, that's the reason why they do it, right? I, I mean, oh, absolutely. It's it's an absolute brilliant um, strategy in terms of revenue, right? Because you get people are always going to want to buy the latest Grand Theft Auto. They're going to buy yeah. it on their systems, and then the new system is going to come, and they're going to want to buy it again. And it's going to be one of the first games that are available on that system. And in a, in a small amount of, of, of total games, of a pool to buy from, so you have less and less competitors at the start. Genius. So, oh, yeah. No, it's yeah. Smart, smart, smart idea. Rockstars, they, they've got it all figured out for sure. No, for sure. Um, moving on from them, PlayStation made a pretty decent announcement that's been kind of met with some rough waters, but also like the announcement was put out at like 1 in the morning. Like it I was literally was on very Twitter. Strange, yeah. I was on Twitter because I was working on some stuff and I was working late that night and I like look at my phone. I'm like, oh, I'm gonna take a little break, go on Twitter, and I go on Twitter and I'm like, holy shit, what? And it was yeah. the uh, they announced the PlayStation Classic. So this launches on December third uh, with twenty games. Uh, Final Fantasy Seven, uh, one of them, Jumping Flash, Ridge Racer, Type Four is going to be one. <laughs> Tekken Three uh, and Wild Arms has uh, those are all games that have been announced so far. Um, there's no backwards compatibility. Um, the game, sorry, this thing will also retail for ninety nine dollars. Um, right. And I didn't even know this, and I see it in the show notes here, but there's no AC adapter. What? Yeah, there's no AC adapter. They what, they included the of? the USB cable, but 
they didn't give you an AC adapter to plug into the wall to actually power the system. So it powers right off your PlayStation? No. No, this is a separate console. I mean, it's essentially the exact same thing like the, uh, yeah, the, the NES, NES Classic. Classic. So well, how right. do you power it? You, you like have a to brick? buy a AC adapter separate. So like you mean like a little a little like almost like an iPhone like, plug that you can plug a USB into? Yeah, your your wall plug in. Okay, yeah, it doesn't come with one. I, I mean, that's granted, not bad. Everyone's half, got one, but yeah. Yeah, I've got probably at a least ten of them, of them laying yeah. around, right? But uh, huh. it's still kind of. I mean, that's, if you're giving a hundred bucks for it, you yeah. should probably get an AC adapter. I, hmm. I don't. I don't understand. Do you where that one got lost at? But meh. Do you agree at? I mean, it's ninety nine ninety nine for marketing purposes. Let's call out what it is. It's a hundred dollars. It's a hundred bucks for. <laughs> I hate that marketing so much. <laughs> so that's five dollars a game. Yeah. I uh, worth it. Um, I will not be picking this up. I really? Was, yeah. Wow. Um, I was not big on PlayStation during this era. Um, so. And to me, I don't think these games aged very well. Um, I don't think they, many PlayStation games aged well. No, and, and that's the problem. I, that that first foray into the the kind of the 3D graphics was rough. They do not age well. They do not look well to this day. <laughs> no. Whereas your NES Classic and your Super uh, NES or the SNES, um, it, it aged all right because retro games like that are all over the place but you don't see anybody going in and making awful 3d renderings just to <laughs> to get you know the the retro feel of this era of games right um but and I, like i said i just wasn't a big playstation person at this so or at this time so i wasn't i was not uh i, I don't have the nostalgia connection to it so i i, I won't be picking it up um I, there's a lot of people that are excited about it, and there's also a lot of people that could care less. But this is the most expensive remaster, or sorry, not remaster, but uh, retro classic console yeah. that we've seen so far. I mean, the the next closest was the SNES, and it launched at eighty bucks. But that's also Nintendo, and they have some of the most iconic retro games of all time. So yeah, well, what's but, also crazy too is like you. Like even Sega announced they're they're doing the Sega Mega Drive, right? Um, retro console that will be announced soon, um, which is something. I mean, everyone's jumping on this. Yeah, Atari right. and, has announced that they want to do something, right? Like there's there's a there's a million things. Well, and Atari and Sega coming out and doing one is just because they've had such shitty uh, attempts at it in the past years. I mean, the yeah. they had another company that would make them. I mean, go to if you go to just about any store now you can find one of the really awful sega like um classic type um consoles and they just they're just awful they're terrible so i, I think sega wants to finally do one that is good mm -hmm. um the other big fear with this playstation classic is it is a uh trademark hell right now i mean as far as the uh, licensing to get certain games onto this console. Um, oh yeah, this a lot era, of this intellectual oh, property just... has been sold off, and so many studios right. that launched tried to launch on it shut down and and been sold to you know the the big three. Um, yeah, and you know like I mean Spyro that's Activision now, 
That's a perfect right. example of exactly And I don't what you see said. Spyro being on this because they're No, it they, won't. It's Activision. Yeah, there's Blizzard. not a chance. There's no way it's going on yeah. that. But the the thing is too is like if you like exactly to your point where they just don't look good, like there's nothing that makes me want to turn on a system and play Spyro. Like the original one right now. There's a lot right. that makes you want to try the new Spyro out. No problem. The remaster, absolutely. But the old one, no. No, thank you. No. Um, and, uh, yeah. To me. $99? Is, uh, it's a little steep. I mean, I don't know. If these and there's, there's a lot of... Five launch ones. There's no way... Well, yeah, and these are the ones they just came out the gate with, you know. But at the same time, they just announced that Final Fantasy VII is going to be on the Switch before too long. So if I wanted to play that, I would just pick it up there. Um, yeah. Jumping Flash, Ridge Racer Type 4. I mean, Ridge Racer is pretty cool, but um, I don't think I ever played Jumping <laughs> Flash, and I don't think I ever played Wild Arms. Um, Tekken 3, I mean, that's cool that's and decent. all, but... Uh, Wild Arms is like, uh... Take Fire Emblem and some other stuff. And you get wild, <laughs> like, <laughs> no, okay. <laughs> it's not... No, it's... I mean, Wild Arms is, is cool. It's whatever. Yeah. But the, right. It's exactly to your point. There's no, like... This is... Sony, Sega... There's a reason why Sony... Sega, Atari, all those guys do not have and cannot create the thing that Nintendo has created. And that's because Nintendo always and will for always seek out to own IP. Because at the end of the day, if oh, you're absolutely. a company and you own the intellectual property, you are that is that is the hand of God. You are you right. can do whatever you want. It doesn't matter. It means absolute everything. It is the lifeline of a company. Right? Yep. And so this is where they have to make a scramble, make a mix. You know, my hope is that they announce something to more cooler games, but we'll see. Yeah, I mean, and and when you announce something like this, you kind of want to lead with some of your biggest games. So if that's the list they came up with, I'm yeah. a little concerned. So uh, that's only a quarter of the games. I mean, yeah, but there's there's a real play here, right? So a lot of people sit here and say like. Oh, these are their biggest games because this is what they announced it with. Uh, no, I mean not, not necessarily. No, but I don't think at all. Got, I think you do need to lead with. Yeah, you need to lead with a couple heavy hitters at least to get people's attention. I mean, you're not going to lead with necessarily all of your strongest because you still have to retain everybody's attention. But at the same time, I mean, I don't know the the Final Fantasy VII that has a huge cult or a cult following, but I think. I don't know. Here, here's the thing. Yeah. They there's still hope here where they I I would probably say that if I had to give a guesstimate here, one there are titles on this in which they've paid people, you know, oh, yeah. some form of you know, a minimum guarantee and given a back end or something. Especially yeah, at 99 dollars. Yeah. There's probably a couple of big hitters in this. If there's right. not, that's an absolute fail on their end. Um, yeah. I, you know, like uh, I'm thinking, you know, there's going to be Gran Turismo 2 on this for sure. Uh, you know, Pac-Man I, I, Adventures. Uh, I, I bet you they still <laughs> team up and they get Crash 
Bandicoot on it. You think so? Mm-hmm. Even with the the recently released uh, remaster? I think so. Yeah, I think you'd see something like that. Uh, maybe like a Tony Hawk's Pro Skater Two. Um, if they get Pro Skater on there, I, yeah, I would I would consider. I I don't know. I, I see, say like, I'm not Legend gonna get Dragoon. it, but once we get the full list of twenty games, there's the possibility I might get it. It depends so, what's on there. So I here, guess. here's what I here's what a couple of games I think will be on here to make this better because I I think that they still are are gonna pay people to have games on this thing because they have to because that system so many so many games remain for that system. And so many right. of those games are all over the world and owned by just like there's people that just single people that just randomly own some of these games, the licensing to these right. games, and they have to be looked and hunted down, right? And so, like, I've had to do that in my work, it's insane. And so, mm-hmm. I, I think some stuff that you're gonna see on this, I think you're gonna see Resident Evil 2. Uh, I think you're gonna see a Metal Gear, even solid. with the remaster that's coming out for that. Yep, I think you're gonna see a Metal Gear Solid. Um, there's no escaping yeah. remasters now. Like everyone's doing them. Um, oh, absolutely. I think, like I said, you're gonna see Gran Turismo two. I think you'll see like a Chrono Cross. Um, I think you'll see another Final Fantasy. Uh, I think you'll see Crash or maybe Crash Team Racing. Uh, Sony Hawks. Uh, Sony Hawks. Sony Hawks. <laughs> Tony Hawks Pro Skater two. Uh, Silent Hill. Uh, Parappa the Rapper. Um, let's see here. What else? Uh, Legend of Dragoon, possibly. Maybe Resident Evil, the first one. Uh, Odd World, Abe's Odyssey. Uh, the list goes on, dude. There's some incredible PlayStation games. Uh, yeah. I mean, they got Tekken yeah. three, but you could have like Tomba two, uh, Spyro, the Year, the Year of the Dragon, or, or some of the Spyro still Twisted Metal two. You know. Yeah. Fuck. Man. I, I would expect to see a uh, a Twisted Metal on Tomb there. Tomb Raider Chronicles, like Wipeout. 2097 you know like there's so many <laughs> yeah there's a lot of good uh, stuff there's unreal stuff that they can put out there and i star ocean holy shit um do you do you feel that that this is a cop out for the lack of backwards compa- compatibility for sony no i think it's just a, I, I i don't think it's a cop out i think it's just uh jumping on the bandwagon yeah, just try I, to make money well, wherever you can. Yeah, a cop out would have been, you know, they would have done this and nobody else would have been doing it. Right, right, and everyone else would have been doing backwards compatibility. So this is just, uh, this is just jumping on it, and you know what's going to happen next. Like we all know, it's going to be built next after this. Right, and PS2 retro system. Right, right, and you know that's the deal with that. See, I would be more on board for a PS2. Why well, everybody the, would. This is right. This is kind of where I was. Uh, I mean, with the Nintendo consoles as well. I I wanted the Super Nintendo a lot more than I wanted the NES. But yeah, that's but, just, but that's just me. Yeah, but Sony and Nintendo aren't going to sit there and skip one generation. Yeah, no, you're not. You're not going to jump around like that. No. Yeah, no, you're not going to jump around. And also, you know, I my belief is probably that Sony's going to. And this is a new. I mean, hardware is obviously not a new section for Sony to get into, but this is something that Sony right. really hasn't done in the past. And so I think this is something where they'll do the PlayStation. I think they're expecting it to sell well, not incredible. And then they'll get their stuff figured out and they'll figure out what they need to change up and they'll figure out a PlayStation 2 version. Yeah. Did you see that the uh, the buttons on it actually work? 
So the the power yeah, button is actually cool. the power button, and yeah. the reset button is actually the button to go back to the menu and change which game you're playing. Which no, I no, thought no, was kind of open, a neat addition. The open, or sorry, the open, the open button. Yeah, the yeah. reset is like a pause the game or something, or, or yeah, yeah, something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, I thought that was kind of neat. Um, no, I think yeah, it's cool. No. I think it's a little bit too steep of a price, but again, it's only too steep yeah. of a price for the games that are on this right now. But also, right, like. We don't give a shit about these games, but there could be people out there like, oh my god, Final Fantasy VII on an old school right. PlayStation controller on something that instantaneously runs. There's no scratching of discs, nothing like that. Okay, cool. I'm in. Yeah, this is this is the real old school controller. This was before they went yeah. to the DualShock. Because the Hell DualShock yeah. was actually released during, during the, the life of the PlayStation 1. But yeah. this is actually the, uh, the old school controller that does not have it the dual yeah. uh, joysticks. Yeah, the dual so shot was to compete against the Rumble Pack for the N64. Right. Yeah. There's only one game that I know of that actually had to have the dual uh, the dual shot. Is it the and flying I'm, one or something like that? Eh, it was something about monkeys, I think. I oh, remember. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Um, I can't. It's oh I'm drawing gosh. a blank. Yeah, no. I, I I definitely know what you're talking about. Yeah. That one. Oh man, <laughs> but no, I, I think it's a cool little thing. Um, I'm excited for people that are excited for it, but it's just not what I was hoping for. I guess I, I not that I was looking forward to Sony doing this. I just it's 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 uh, the PlayStation era that I was not interested in. So sign me up for an N64 though. Oh yeah, that, that's I mean. Make it happen, Reggie. That's gonna be <laughs> that's that's gonna be insane. Um, yeah, but that's the thing, right? It's it's all it's all ramping these revenue streams and 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 these companies figuring out um, how to master this um, and move forward with them, right? I mean, honestly, yeah. I think Nintendo and there's some companies that have already done this, but I think would have been really smart is. Like even if it was like not a like a old school like pin connection, um, but you know something else, uh, selling cartridges that added games onto these, mm-hmm. like down the road, um, I think yeah. it'd be an incredible idea. Imagine if I mean you have a whole team that can just secure that, and then you go buy a cartridge at a store, and you have access yeah. to another twenty titles for let's say you know thirty bucks or something. And and when they started doing these classic consoles, I actually saw uh, quite a few people saying, oh, well, they should have made them to where you can actually go online and purchase more games. But uh, your solution is actually a lot better because it's cheaper for them. They don't have to mess with the online capabilities of it. And uh, they can just sell those cartridges at the store and yeah. you know go pick up another 10 games or whatever for oh, another... Yeah. But these boxes uh, are incredibly dumb. Awesome. These boxes oh, yeah. are incredibly dumb. The, the chip inside of these things is no more the size of like your iPhone. Yeah, I mean this thing is more plastic than anything. Yeah, I mean the old NES Classic is like the size of my phone. So yeah, no, no, I mean, I mean like the size of the chip inside of like an iPhone right now, which is like oh, yeah, only yeah, like yeah. you know half the phone, even if that, because the most right. of it's battery. Uh, this is you know extremely you know for these games like. This is just standardized emulation on a on a, yeah. on a chip, uh, on just a board that's custom made that 
just stores a, stores games memory in yeah. there and runs them through an emulator. It's an emulation machine with a huge nostalgia factor. That's all they are, which I'm okay with. Whatever. Now, I will say, I think they missed out on an opportunity. Yep. And yeah, I so one with the cartridges and who knows maybe there's something that you can plug them into the back and get more games or something like that but if for 99 dollars, if they made what the internet was talking about saying oh you should be able to go online what would have been really cool is if they integrated that into the playstation store you plug this thing into your playstation and then if you wanted ps1 games you can buy them separately from the store and they load it onto this box and then you just unplug it from your playstation and you can plug it into another thing and now you have more games on it so it'd be like a little hard drive on it um yeah because the playstation cannot emulate those games right now um, right but this can right so yeah but the, also the I problem think... is these are hard coded into this so yeah i mean then you're talking about actually figuring out some sort of emulation but the, there is ps1 emulation out there right now right i mean there's tons of right. stuff but it's it's all the stability yeah, I mean, I, maybe we'll buy one of these just to just to review it and test it out when it comes out in November. I have no idea. Uh, yeah. I, I got to see some better games on it though. Oh, absolutely. Before I I'm right it. there with you. Um, speaking of PlayStation, PlayStation Now news uh, is announced that uh, you'll now be able to stream as well as download uh, PlayStation Now games to your PS4 system, uh, so that you can play both locally and offline, uh, all with uh, you know your one single PlayStation Now subscription, which is awesome. Uh, almost all PS4 and PS2, PS Now titles are available for download. My God, that's a mouthful. Uh, yeah. You can transfer save data from uh, the PS Now cloud to your console. Uh, your console will need to be connected to the internet every few days to check PS Now membership. Um, and, uh, you know, is that, you know, the question is, is kind of, is this a white flag for Sony uh, and streaming um, their games? Yeah, this one was, I, I mean, it's something that I feel like should have been kind of implemented from the get-go with PS Plus, uh, or sorry, P PlayStation Now, um, <laughs> PS Plus. Uh, I, I feel like now it is more along the lines of Game Pass, I mean, to an extent. Um, I think with how poorly the streaming has worked for PlayStation now, mm. um, being able to download it will absolutely add value to the service. But um, I, I'm curious as to why they're just now going with it. And it, it, it does seem to point to a, a little bit of a surrender by Sony of um, the, trying the whole streaming thing. I mean, could be reading into it a little bit too much, but mm. um uh, it, it it does seem kind of odd to implement it this late into into the PlayStation 4's life cycle. And on top of that, I mean, PlayStation Now is not something new. It's been around for a while, and to just now implement it seems a little odd. Yeah, and I, I think... But... Uh, so, my, yeah. my, my take on this is that I don't know if they're like white flagged for the streaming. I think literally they weren't ready. And part of what streaming goes to is, is the consumer base actually ready for streaming? Not like, give me your money, 
you know, or here's my money. Sorry, like uh, I I want streaming. It's like, do you does the is a consensus that the player base generally has a good internet connection? Because the biggest headache that comes from something like this is someone gets something, they stream it and it doesn't work, and then you pay someone in customer service to take care of it, and someone from a technical aspect doesn't really understand why uh, the game is lagging, why the game is you know not doing certain things and they look into it, they spend this money and they realize that, you know, Jim in Arkansas only has, you know, a, a two megabit connection. Right. Like, it's the kind of stuff, right, that they have to look out for um, because it's contingent on, you know, a user having a proper, you know, internet connection. So I, I think the internet's a little too harsh on them with that. I think obviously everyone wants streaming, but you have to look at, they're the most popular video game console and you know they uh they have details on basically what people's general speeds are i would imagine and yeah. maybe now it's just finally at the point where like hey you know like you know 30 percent of the player base has something you know a decent uh decent uh a pipe coming into their house where you know they're not gonna have to worry about customer service with something like this you know and having not a waste of time, but, you know, taking time and, and resources. Um, I think it's kind of cool that you can transfer save data from PS Now Cloud to your console. That's always awesome. Be uh, a believer yeah. in, in having access to your data and being able to move it and doing what you want with your data is important to me. Um, the console needed, I, I know I actually read up on this stuff too, and I know a lot of people are like, well, the console need to be connected to the internet every few days to check the PS Now membership. Uh, people putting a stink about it. When's your PlayStation not connected to the internet? Yeah. Like, really? Yeah, I think that's a pretty minor thing. I don't understand why everybody's so up in arms about that because, I mean, at least for me, I mean, my stuff's always connected to the Internet. I, I'm, I mean, granted, I'm, I'm not trying to go off the grid. If you're, if you're trying to go off the grid, maybe you should just right. avoid this service anyway. Well, but Yeah, I think people read it as something like they want to check on your PlayStation to make sure that you have, like, you're not, Cheating it, I guess, is, is what you're, I saw. Yeah, right? you're just like, checking oh, the license. Check in on me and stuff. Well, I don't think it's no. that. I, I really don't. I, I think it's more like patches to the service for streaming. You know, uh, in the article I read, that was from Sony. It, is it, it licensed? Actually, yeah, it's to check your license and make sure you still have the license of of the PlayStation Now service. Oh, interesting. Yeah, that I'm. That's how it is for almost all games. I mean, well, as far as I've seen. Um, it, it, if if you can't connect to the game, and it, it or if you're sorry, if you're offline and uh, you go to play the game every once in a while, it might not let you because it needs to double check the license on that because okay. it doesn't check it every single time. It just checks it sporadically. Yeah. So right, which is fine. I mean, I'm assuming Game Pass is a similar thing on right. Xbox. Yeah, I would assume you know, so. Every as time well. you go into the store in the Game Pass section, you know, it's there, but if you want to install it, it's gonna to have to do a check to make sure that you have that membership. So I don't I don't know. I don't know why people are so upset about that. It's kind of odd to me. Yeah, I think it's kind of a pretty minor thing to get up in arms about. But especially in this day and age, it's not like that's the first time we've heard of that happening where no. Where you have to connect to the internet so often to double check it. it it's well, it's just a dumb. Yeah. It's just like even just say that for a second. 
you have to have, make sure that your internet your 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 console is connected to the internet in order for a streaming service to ensure that it can reach your thing. Right. Like that that's I don't understand what's wrong with that. That's ridiculous. Yeah, that's that's how all that works. It's but uh, yeah, that's yeah. It's it's pretty interesting. I like how too as you'll be able to stream as well as download them uh, to your PlayStation Four system. That's really cool. Yeah, um, I, the the stream thing's nothing new. I mean, that's what PlayStation Now is. Yeah. But the the download aspect of it is the new the new news here. Right, which uh, is gonna help, right? Because I'm sure oh, they absolutely. streamed, and I'm sure, like I said earlier, they have the you know customer service problem probably, and you know now. You know, Jim in Arkansas will be able to download uh, Barbie Horseback Adventure on the PlayStation Four. You know, to his, <laughs> to his to his PlayStation instead of having to stream it because he can't stream it properly. Right. So, yeah. That's cool. That's awesome. Um, Destiny. What the hell? <laughs> like this. Uh, this one was an interesting one. Um. So, basically, where we're at on this is, yeah, I'll go through this one since you're not a big Destiny guy. Uh, um, Destiny's new raid launched 10 days after the Forsaken um, expansion came out. And a lot of people are kind of up in arms about it because they're saying it is way too hard. Which, from what I have heard of it, and I I haven't heard a whole lot because I I kind of try to go into those somewhat blind um but basically uh it took the the so they did sorry yeah i'm i'm off track here. i'm trying to read my notes and talk at the same time um so bungie keeps track of people who beat the raid especially in the first 24 hours they have a big race to the world's first completion of the raid every time they launch a raid so in the first 24 hours of this raid being launched, and actually there was a team that beat it two minutes after the 24-hour period. Oh. So, yeah, that sucks. Um, so 12 people, two teams, beat it in the first 24 hours. Um, there was, And then there was actually that team that came in two minutes late, but um, for all intents and purposes, 12 people. Uh, and in the first 72 hours, only 750 people. So, and and the first team that beat this, it took 18 hours and 48 minutes for the first completion of this raid. That is straight through. I'm sure there was some uh, Some peeing in bottles or what have you. Mountain Dew breaks, yeah. Mountain Dew breaks, maybe some Doritos, but... um, Uh, in in comparison to the the first raid for Destiny Two, um, that first one for the world's first took five hours and thirty four minutes, so significantly less time, and over forty five hundred people finish it in the first twenty four hours. So the the difference there is just dramatic, and um, a, a lot of people are citing it as there's a few parts that take intense teamwork. So, and one of the guys from what the first... What does that mean? Uh, you have to shoot certain things in certain patterns, which is nothing new, but this yeah. is much more uh, complicated, I guess. Well, clearly, I mean, I, I, I haven't, hours. 
Yeah, eighteen hours is intense, and and that's actually hours. that's pretty similar to what the very first raid in the Destiny franchise was. It, it was like eighteen hours to beat that for the first uh, completion, if I remember correctly. Hmm. But uh, granted, that was going into the whole game pretty much blind. I mean, nobody knew what they were getting to on or yeah, getting yeah. into on a Destiny they raid. The kinks, yeah. Right, right, and so this one. Um, I I can see the concern here, and, and the other problem is the the recommended light level. So you have your regular levels, which go up to level fifty, and then you have light levels, which are based upon how powerful your gear is, and it factors all this in, and you can see it in game. But the recommended light level for this raid is five hundred and fifty. <laughs> And the soft cap, which is where pretty much all of your normal gear that you get throughout uh, just playing, uh, the soft cap is at level 500. So after that, you have to do very specific things to get gear to go up to so 550. 550. Yeah. So grinding out the gear to actually get to that level, which eventually will happen, but to be able to do the raid soon is uh, extremely tough. So... Uh, one of the guys from the team that beat it in the first go, he said there's not a chance that 99% of the Destiny population is going to be able to beat this raid. He said it's not going to be something where you're going to be able to do a looking for a group. you got to have uh, people already. And he said it's not going to be something that you can Sherpa. So by Sherpa, I mean um, teach to people, take people through it for the first time and show them how it's done. Um so, yeah, this raid seems pretty intense. Um, they, do you think they made it on purpose like that for publicity? I I don't know if it was so much publicity per se. This I, is not a mistake. No, it's not Surely. a mistake, but I don't think it was a publicity stunt. So the big thing with the, the first raid, a lot of people complained that um, it was too easy and it was catering to the casual gamers. Okay. So I feel like... Yeah, which, whatever, but, uh, yeah. It's just like uh, an FU, then it's like, all right. Yeah, Bungie's like, oh, okay, hold my beer, here yeah, we go. Hold my beer. Um, so I think it was somewhat that. Um, I think Bungie was like, all right, well, you, you complain no matter what we do, so here we go. Um, I This this raid's pretty intense. I mean, usually you, um, you get a little bit more raids in here um, with some of the other expansions. And this one did not. So I feel like they've been working on this raid for a long time to make it as hard as they possibly could. But I, I think, I, I don't necessarily know if it's too hard. I still think it's a little too early to tell. Um, uh, as people go through and speedrun and stuff, they figure out better ways to go through the raid and, and easier ways to complete certain mechanics. Right. So I feel within the month, um, I think we'll know if the raid's actually too hard and it's actually unaccessible for 99% of the population of people playing Destiny. But uh, right. I, I think it's just way too early to tell right now. I thought it was kind of a neat little tidbit, though, to uh, people bitching in the other way now. <laughs> the game's too casual. Oh, now the raid's too hard. and I, it's you, that's, that's a community that is... A fickle bunch. They are not happy most of the time, and it doesn't help that uh, Bungie's kind of dropped the ball on a lot of things whoa, there. Whoa, so. whoa, 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 What is a fickle bunch? A fickle bunch. Like oh, 
yeah, a not a punch. fickle punch. <laughs> I'm like, what the hell is that? Oh god, yeah, no, um, a fickle punch. Yeah, yeah fickle punch him right in the right in the fickle. Um, <laughs> the uh, yeah, no, this is I, I think this is great news. I thought it was interesting. I think this is this is hilarious. I also think um, <laughs> this is also really good for Dustin. I think honestly, I mean, the vibrability behind this is incredible. You're going to have people all over YouTube trying to do this, trying to show how ridiculous oh, this yeah. is. And then people are going to want to go either buy the game or try it out. Yeah, I think and I think it was it. a smart move on their part. Yeah, and then they'll fix it, and then uh, people will play it. Yep. There you go. Good job, Bungie. Nice You, you got it this go around. Good job, guys. Good job. Unbelievable. <laughs> a year later, we, we actually got a decent game out of it. Oh, man. Well, um... Before we wrap this up, uh, what are you hitting up this weekend? What are you playing? I am actually um, going through Forsaken now, Destiny 2 Forsaken expansion. Ooh. I've been uh, kind of playing it the last couple of days, got a couple of days off work uh, before I go in on the weekend, so I'm kind of grinding through that, and I'm nice. enjoying it so far. It's a lot of fun. Nice. Running around with a bow, feeling like... Stinking green arrow. It's it's awesome. awesome. It feels so good. But uh yeah. What are you playing this weekend? Um Rabbids? Yeah. You say no. rabbits again. <laughs> no. Uh I'll be playing my Switch because uh Janelle and I have to uh head on down to Indiana, uh looking for apartments down there, signing all that kind of stuff. And then it sounds like also literally after that weekend it sounds like I'll be flying out uh Monday or Tuesday. Toronto for the week almost uh, for work and then flying back that weekend and then going back up the next weekend for Thanksgiving <laughs> up in Canada oh. so I'll be I'll be playing a lot of the switch I'll be equating uh, you know, myself with the with the with the switch a fair bit here over the next couple of weeks it's gonna be a death march for me for the next three weeks between we traveling to Toronto twice uh, going to Chicago to grab stuff and move in and doing a movement in between everything so it'll be a little crazy um, but that's my life. Um, are you finally going to beat Mario Rabbit? Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's just one of those <laughs> man. It's one of those games that I just jump in for like an hour and I leave, and then I jump in yeah. again. No, it, it's set up perfectly that way. No, exactly. It works. Very and I, I'm well. not. Uh, yeah, like it's not that I get bored of it. It's just like right. I just pick it up, you know, play a little bit of it, take a 15 minute break, play a little bit of it, keep moving on. But uh, no, I'll probably rip. Uh, honestly, I'll probably rip a little bit more Mario Kart. Get ready for online. Um, yeah, against I played you. a little bit. I played a little bit online actually today. Okay, and I don't know. I I actually have not played Mario Kart Online on the Switch before, so this was a new thing. And um, I played like two races, and the third race it froze. It said it was no. waiting on people to p- or suggest a map, and everybody had suggested the map. So I sat there for a couple minutes, and it didn't move, and so I closed it out and said to hell with this, and just <laughs> played something different. <laughs> so, oh man, I don't know what the deal with that was. I I don't think it is necessarily tied into the, the actual new online service. That's but the first it, day. Yeah, it's, first, well, it's well, two three first days. couple days. Yeah, yeah whatever. So, be all right. I mean, I'm sure it'll, it'll flush itself out, but yeah, it'll be quite a bit of gaming. Um. Hey, before we close out, uh, again, today's podcast was brought to you by Audible. Uh, you can get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at audible.com slash diggity, D-I-G-G-I-T-Y. 
Um, again, you have access to over 180,000 great titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. So head on over to audibletrial.com forward slash diggity, D-I-G-G-I-T-Y for your free 30-day trial. Follow us on Twitter, uh, also on Instagram, at Diggity Podcast. Uh, leave a review. It helps out a ton. Uh, grows the podcast, grows the community, and gets people uh, gets people's eyeballs on the podcast to join this great community. Um, and uh, until next time, I guess we'll see you on the Tuesday show um, where we'll talk a little bit more about um, our thoughts on Nintendo Switch Online so far um, and uh, whatever news bring, comes your way.